What's up, everybody? This is Street Eats and Dope Eats. It's your boy, Jim Ken. I'm here with my co-host, Chef Adam. Yo, yo. What's up, y'all? And we got some really special guests here today. We got George and Omar Dakis from the uh, Triple Threat Food Truck. Thanks Wait, for coming yeah, Thank, thank you, you for having guys. us. Yeah, yeah. So once again, this is episode six, six. of six. Street Eats and Dope Beats. Let's get it. Let's go. What they do? Green faces, I'm still chasing. Shoes fit now, I'm soul searching. A damn thing for the grand scheme. Reason why I've been so determined. Bringing rap and hip hop together through words that spit be my sole purpose. Came here to open your mind with this like the mind. Cool. So we're here with the triple threat truck. George and Omira again. Thank you guys. Because, you know, in our industry, time is money. <laughs> so we thank you for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule. Like we were talking off, off air. It's like, there's no days off. Days off are time to nope. do stuff that you can't do. None. During the regular work week <laughs> or whatever. So we thank you guys. We really, really appreciate thank it. Thank you. And, it's a pleasure um, being here. From, you know, what we've been seeing, it's awesome. It's awesome because, thank you. you know, there isn't a lot of... Puerto Rican food in LA and that's 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 100% there certainly where, isn't where I grew up I grew up in a part of LA that's mainly Central and South American there's a big Mexican um, first generation Mexican um, but no Puerto Rican you know so that's I have right. a lot of like friends from Nicaragua stuff like that Central America but so how'd you guys make it out west Come up with the concept of your truck and come to that conclusion that there's not yeah, like, any hey, good. We gotta we gotta do it out here. So pretty food. much about five years ago, uh, this <clears throat> May will be five years. Uh, we decided to make a move out west. We're originally from South Florida. Okay. And um, there's a big representation of Puerto Rican and Caribbean food in general yeah. uh, in Miami. Um, I always say as many like Mexicans are there are in Los Angeles. Yeah. There's Cubans and Puerto Ricans in Miami. Yes. So the how can I say this? The um it's almost the same comparison, like the way that the Mexican taco trucks are like everywhere here in LA. On every corner. On yeah. every corner. You can see the same but in the Caribbean representation okay. in Miami. Like you see a Puerto Rican food truck at a gas station on any random, you know, shopping yeah. center in the evenings, nice. <laughs> such as it used to be here. Nice. Um, a lot of the food truck rules in South Florida is still very infant, okay. um, the industry, very because green. you basically um, have to wait for an organizer to organize something for a food truck to be able to operate over there. Oh. So nowadays, it's a little bit changed, okay. but not by much. So it's different. Very it's different. very different. It's very infant. Like it's it's almost like six years where LA was six or seven years ago. Okay. Okay. So it's still there's still room for it to blow up a little bit more, but it hasn't quite done that yet. So well, a lot of the food trucks are very um, nocturnal. The, the whole food truck industry in Southern California is almost like a culture. Yeah. Um. So it, it it's like second nature. In Florida, it's like pulling tooth and nail to actually get somebody to come out to a truck oh, wow. unless you have like a yeah. very strong following. Yeah. People won't take the time to actually experiment and say, hey, let me go try this. Yeah. Here it's like, like it's a thing. Yeah. It's like a like what are you guys gonna do this weekend? Let's go follow this truck on Twitter and follow them and try it. Exactly. And people will drive 40 miles just to try it. Like something. and like George said, it's a culture. In yeah. Florida, it's almost like 
oh, you're going to go eat from the food truck again? And then they'd rather like go hang out with family or go be seen in South Beach or okay. like do like the whole, you know, trendy thing. But yeah. as of lately, we've been hearing that a lot more food trucks are blowing up out, blowing there. Up out there. You know, nice. so yeah, because it's good to hear because it's, you know, our home. Yeah, that's <laughs> where what, we're from. That's dope. Because, <laughs> yeah, food truck, food truck culture out here has always been. You know, it's crazy because back in the day it was just like that it was you know taco trucks on the corner um or they would have like uh you know just burgers and stuff and and they would park in like uh um industrial areas and stuff yeah. and then when that this craze started it blew up even more to now where it's like a household thing like you said you know we'll go instead of going to a restaurant let's go get this pop up yeah this truck and it, it's dope it got out of hand for a second it was crazy <laughs> because we We've had been a, watching it since Florida, so we know yeah, like so how we, crazy. It's we had been. like a bunch of like trippy, like you know, fusion mm-hmm. mashups, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But with your guys' truck, your your guys' truck is 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 one of those that that I believe is going to be here for a long time. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for for a long time because just in just your personalities. Because I'm big on that, <laughs> you know, I'm big on the vibes. Yeah, uh, and loving what you do and bringing your culture, it's a big deal. It's a big deal because I think we live in an age where everybody wants to like borrow, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah, and 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 not like do what they do. Like I'm surprised it what it didn't happen three. Maybe it did unsuccessfully, but I'm surprised it didn't happen like three years ago with like some gentrified version of like you know Puerto Rican yeah, food broken down and like just to just you know you, you guys came in and. You guys are the first that are like really taking off, but you guys aren't out here like with the I don't know you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying like yeah, with the like fusion we're not, like we're with not the trying natu- to be hipster Puerto yeah Rican, there you go you know? yeah because for us it's always been that kind of thing we put a lot of thought into like the recipes yes. we put yeah. a lot of thought into you know intelligent food in a yeah. sense yeah. because. Obviously, people know what's real and what's not. You know, we, we don't want to be like a, a fad. Yeah, but yeah, we want to yeah. be here for the long term, like yeah. you said. If you guys would have been here like, oh, you have a deconstructed pastele. People would have been like. Well, pretty much what we went for is <laughs> we wanted to have a new version, I guess, of Puerto Rican food. Yeah. Still have the same old taste. Yeah. But represent it in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Present it. Um, so we always get criticized. You know, this is not 100% authentic Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be 100% authentic unless abuela or your grandmother or grandfather or somebody's cooking it. But even still, you'll see that what people believe or they remember as being the old school, it depends on what like what area of their age group they're in. Yeah, exactly. like, like we get because oh. my 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 sense of back, like old school is you know I'm 40 years old, but ten you know somebody that's 10 years older. Yeah. Says my, their, you know, their sense of old school or authentic is, you know, still like 60s and 70s. Yeah. You know what I mean? For me, I grew up in the 80s and 90s. So yeah, definitely. definitely technology was different. The food was different. And then we're also where you come from because yeah. we're from Miami. So that blend of Cuban mm-hmm. and Creole cuisine with Haitians and Jamaicans yes. and Dominicans, that's going to exist also. So people that grew up in New York are going to have a different, different. kind of, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. thought of what yeah. is authentic. It's, yeah, it's the same. It's the same with us too. Mexicans in Chicago, Mexicans in Texas, and you know, Texas Mexican food is totally different than yeah. the Mexican food I grew up with. And even so, because my parents were born here, so it's kind of you know along the lines, it, it's changed. I think 
unless you go and you try to like do something that's far out yeah then it's it's authentic because it's authentic to you yeah if it's authentic to you intention is important and you guys are doing you guys are using the ingredients you may be presenting it in a little different well that's exactly it we get every day we get oh my god you have the same old school taste yeah but the look is completely different it's not represented the way that i know it yeah but the taste is there yeah and that's what we're looking for. I mean, we want we don't want to alter something that's authentic and the taste that everybody pretty much grew up on. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much where we're at with that. Nice, nice. So also, you have to what? determine, and not to cut anybody off. No, no, anything. no. Go ahead. <laughs> um, we're in LA. Yeah. And like you said, you know, there's not much Puerto Ricans. There's not much Puerto Rican representation. So for us to be able to get a lot of the things that we need to stock the truck and to keep it authentic, we either have to get it shipped, we have to go on a mad dash, like all over town, drive 60, 70 miles sometimes to restock the truck on drinks or whatever it is. And then not only that, but the bread. Oh, yeah. We can't find Bansola in L.A. I know because I'm in the business and I had the bread shipped from Florida at some point when we first started. Oh, wow. And that got expensive and that cuts into your cost for your food. It does. So then people don't realize that in order to find pan sobao here, you either have to get it shipped or you make it. Wow. And we developed the recipe um, for pan sobao bread, which is authentic as they come because you're not going to find pan sobao on this coast at all. So, you know, myself and George were working with the baker and we're like, how are we going to do this? It took us almost four months to develop the recipe to where it is right now. And now it's like the baker bakes, you know, 500 loves a week, you know, and, you know, basically we order the bread and the bread comes in and and that's how you do it. And I will put this out there now for anyone that's going to be listening. I am not Puerto Rican. (laughs) I'm actually 100% Greek. Nice. I grew up. Around a lot of Puerto Ricans. I married a Puerto Rican. I've been with her for 18 years. Um, (laughs) So I grew up around the flavors and the culture, uh, whether it be Puerto Rican, Cuban, Dominican. All my friends pretty much grew up that way. So I know the flavors really well. I'm a fat kid. So (laughs) I know what it should taste like. It's like people coming up in LA, like, you you know good Mexican food, even if you're not Mexican, you know? (laughs) It's true. Because even when we go back, (laughs) when we go back to Florida and we have tacos over there, we're like... Come on, man. Because I know I'm going to get criticized. I know I'm going to get criticized. What do you know about old school flavor and Puerto Rican? You're not even Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican. He's been with me for 18 years. He knows how to cook. 18 years of flavor. And he knows how it should taste. (laughs) So he is an honorary Puerto Rican. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, and like you said, everybody's interpretation of what's legit Mm -hmm. is different. You know, I think intention, what you guys are doing, will shine through. And then people will be able to decide, oh, this is some hipster stuff or... Or not, you know. So that's that's really dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, you. so do you guys have a cooking background? Do you guys come from like the industry, or you, is this something that you guys just decided one day, let's do it? As far as me, I have never been in the culinary world. Uh, didn't go to culinary school. Um, my father and mother, when I was born, had a steakhouse in Miami oh, okay. Beach, um, but they, you know, sold it nearly after I was uh, conceived. And pretty much, uh, I was never around the culinary world. My dad continued cooking as far as doing uh, catering jobs. And, you know, he was part of the church uh, pretty big. So he was always doing like church functions as far as dinner dances, cooking and stuff like that. 
And uh, I was always recruited to go in the kitchen and try help. to help them yeah. and do prep work. I took it more as like a chore. Thank I hated God it. for that. Um, <laughs> so I was like, He's you know, mean on the grill. <laughs> why do I want to be in this kitchen? I hate it. Yeah. I don't like it. And I guess as I grew older, I got more respect for it and pretty much learned from there. I wish I had more time to learn from my father before he passed, but yeah. right. it is what it is. But yeah, that's where I came from pretty much in the culinary world. Well, I'm Puerto Rican, uh, Boricua, and my parents would always be cook- well, would always be working, um, and they'd work like, oh my God, like 8 a.m. till like 6, 7 o'clock at night, they'd get home. So we'd get home, myself and my sister, and, you know, we were expected to have dinner ready because they were so tired and working and all that. So from the age of four, I was cooking. Like I was making the rice, I was making the beans, I was making the entrees. I was using a pressure cooker at six years old, nice. which is insane to think. I know, I know, like, wow. But old school, like you don't think about that. Just, like you just get it done. You know, you just do it because yeah. you want to contribute to the family. You know, and yeah. that's something that you know we're trying to teach our girls also that they need to contribute as well. And I don't think nowadays people are raising their kids like that. And unfortunately, we should get back to that. Yeah. Because then, you know, there's going to be more time for the family to spend together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's 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 so cool. So when you guys came to the state, to California, and um, you guys were looking for Puerto Rican food and thinking this concept was, you know, kind of brewing. Like, well. how was, like, how, so how, yeah, so how did it, how did it come so about? So pretty much we moved here. Uh, one of our friends that we had pretty much said, hey, let's go out and eat some Puerto Rican food. Okay. So I said, all right, let's go. And uh, we went to a restaurant. Uh, that it won't will say not, no names. That will not be named. And, uh, There's it not was very just, many. It was just They're not, many out there. not a good situation. I mean, yeah. the taste wasn't there. We didn't like anything about it. And uh, pretty much right after dinner that night, uh, Omar- I told him, I'm like, we need to do something about this. And he was like, how? How are we going to do this? We just moved here. We don't know like the lay- the law of the land yeah. and well, all that yeah. stuff. B- besides that, I-, I worked at Firestone, the tire company, for 15 years. Okay. Um, I was a previous store manager uh, in Florida, transferred over here. I worked in many different stores and operated them. And, you know, 15 years in the business, I wasn't ready to jump ship and start something as far as culinary that I have no clue about and just start, you know, from the... It was very foreign to him. He's like, I've had this career for 15 years in excess of, and um, there's no way that, you know, I can just leave, you know, my benefits, my everything. Yeah. You were secure. You were, yeah. felt secure, you know, and there's no problem with that. So he felt like... Not only does he know not know LA, we just moved here. We came here on vacation and ended up moving oh, wow. a few weeks after. So he was like, "We need to figure this out. I'm not just going to jump in." Yeah. So after like two years, you know, of trying to convince him to do this, he finally said, "Let's do it." Well, I was pretty much forced. <laughs> yeah. I, I was forced to get into it. <laughs> Let's be real. It, 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 it was you. If, if we really want to be real, it's an interesting story. So <laughs> okay. my oldest daughter, um, which is in the whole. Uh, show business, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, she was, an, she's still is an actress and everything, and she was doing commercials and movies and so forth and print work. She started a blog. She started a blog uh, named then, the Food Truck Girl. So she was going yes. around to all these food trucks, and from yeah. a kid's perspective, yeah, like what can kids order and why is cool. your menu only catered to adults? Yeah, kids are well, foodies too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but we pretty much got into it. 
I mean, you. Well, <laughs> because of this food truck girl thing that she has on Instagram yeah. and YouTube, um, she actually got approached by the casting from MasterChef Junior. Okay. And they're like, we see that you're a foodie. We see that you cook. You know, do you want to try out? And th- that's what they asked me. And this is before the truck. This is before way before the truck. The truck cool. Yeah. So I told my husband, I'm like, do you want her to try out? And, you know, we did. And she ended up getting from the first round, she made it to the second round, to the third round. And then it was like a series of interviews and videos and they'd have her cook and they taped their cooking. So she ended up getting on the show. All right. And it's season six of MasterChef Junior. And um, in order for her to be on the show, a parent had to be with her at 24-7. Because they take you and they put you in a hotel and, you know, you have to be supervised. So pretty much she went into the hotel with my oldest daughter. Um, and they were in complete seclusion. Like yeah. I couldn't have any interaction no with them. Nothing like that. Only by phone. By phone pretty much. I couldn't see them. Wow. So I have another daughter, uh, mm-hmm. which is younger, three years younger than my oldest. And uh, obviously she needed somebody to take care of her and bring her to school, pick her up from school, so forth, um, and just pretty much be a parent. And without my wife being there, I had to assume assume the the role of taking care of uh, her. So long story short, I requested some time off uh, from my job. Uh, They verbally told me yes, uh, and pretty much I had all this accumulated time as far as pay. Yeah. And after the first week, I got my pay. Second week, I never got my check. So I called up and said, what's going on? And they said, well, lucky thing you called. uh, You're supposed to be back on work on Monday. Mm. Today's Wednesday, and if you're not back in two hours, you're officially fired. No call, no show. So I'm like, I have this approved through you. And he's like, well, do you have it in writing? Oh. And I'm like, really going this route? Yeah. He goes, either give me a resignation letter in the next two hours, if you have any chance of coming back to work, or you're officially terminated and you lose everything. Man. So I gave him my resignation letter and that kind of pushed. And I called her like 10 minutes after we sent the letter and said, all right, you ready to open up this food truck or what? (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) That's how we got launched into this. And it's so crazy that it all happened. Like, it's almost like the stars aligned, the planets and like between her situation and, you know, 15 years for him to be tossed out like that and not even be regarded. That says a lot about like the corporate structure. That's why we do. Oh, yeah. yeah, For sure. It's happened. It's happened to me when I went out on medical leave. I had knee surgery and someone downtown didn't want to sign my paper or was on the desk. And they sent me that big, thick letter saying that if you don't, you know, report to work, same thing. You're going to be terminated. And I'm like. I have all this paperwork. You have like, due diligence. Yeah. Like you covered all your your exactly. you covered your butt, you know, and, yeah, and somebody else job. just decided. Why don't, not aren't you to doing do your it? job? Yeah, that's it's just a number. But with everything bad comes good. Comes good. And look at look at oh, you guys yeah. now. So you guys just went yeah. on in. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So how do you like California? Love we it. love it. Love it. Let me tell you something. We moved from Florida. Like during a time five years ago when it was nonstop rain, we had four hurricanes. Like in a row. Like it was like every other week there was a hurricane. It felt like, you know, the end of the world, the apocalypse, because we were like, when is the sun coming? Like I couldn't (laughs) take it anymore. We were like wrinkled, you know? Like what's going on? So we said, you know what? We moved over here and, you know, California was in a drought and we're like, oh, you know, this is not so bad. No more rain. You know, we don't have to worry about that. And then now, like what, four four or five years later, it's like 
rain, 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 rain. You know, it, it's funny. It's I'm like funny. scared. I'm like, did we bring no, the this, rain with us? No, like, this is this is unusual weather, no, for yeah, here, no, right? No, it, it definitely is, but it's crazy because everyone always says, "Well, California, you guys don't even have any seasons." And and yeah. my brother, my older brother, moved to Indiana, so he's like shoveling snow, oh, and no. I'm like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then we have some friends. One of my Boricua friends grew up in Allentown, PA. Shout out to Nieve Rock oh, yes. out there. And uh, when he comes out here, he's like shorts. And I'm like, crazy fool. It's I mean, cold. It's like minus four over there. Like, <laughs> yeah. they like, deal with it. No, like, this, this is, ain't cold. It's this is the cold. coldest it gets yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. That's like in Florida. It hits 70 degrees, and everyone's wearing like parkas and sweaters. It's and funny. Yeah. It's boots funny. come out, scarves. It's I'm yeah. like, are you crazy? I'm like, it's 70 degrees, guys. Chill out. Yeah. <laughs> I still wear flip flops till 50 yeah, degrees. Once 50 degrees, I'm like, no, no flip-flops. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's free. For California, it's cold. It is. Because when I leave for work, I leave for work at like 5 in the morning. And it's like 30, 35 degrees. Yeah, we we saw frost on our roof on Friday. Which I I said to him, that's snow. (laughs) And he's like, that's not snow. I'm like, I'm Floridian. That's snow. That's snow snow for me, yeah. (laughs) It's snow for me too. (laughs) You didn't see it fall, but it's still there. (laughs) Yeah, like one of my cousins back home in... In Hawaii, she's on Instagram. She's like, it's cold. And she's on Instagram. And I'm just like, it's it's, it's like 70 degrees. What are you talking I know, about? That's not cold. <laughs> yeah, over there, same thing. Like, once it gets below, if it's overcast and it's like 70, sweaters come out and all that stuff. It's but, crazy. But yeah, I've never been out there in Florida. I heard it's super, super like humid, right? Extremely. It's extremely yeah. humid. Similar I, to Hawaii. Have you guys been been to like… Yes, we've, we've been, been to Honolulu. Was it similar, the humidity? Or is it worse in Florida? Uh, I would say it's worse. worse. Okay. Uh, I won't go then. No, it feels <laughs> like <laughs> it's it an awesome like, place to visit. Yes, we're, we're both born and raised in Miami. Yeah. Um, pretty much, we lived there our whole lives, and everyone always tells us, you know, why would you leave paradise? It, this yeah. is like the mecca oh, yeah. of like parties and food and this and that. And no. when you've lived there your whole life, you kind of get used to it and take it for granted. Yeah, yeah. I I look at Florida as like a swamp or a place where people go to like pretty much retire and die. <laughs> Yeah. Not even all the not even all the tours actually make it that, that far south. Most tours end up like in Orlando okay. or Tampa area. Oh, okay, there's yeah. a reason for that. Like yeah, I get wants it. To go all the way down, there. down to Miami. But yeah, it's very humid. <laughs> um, pretty much, you'll take a nice cool shower just to refresh yourself. Yeah, and you're stepping out of the shower already sweating. Yeah, that's yep. crazy. That's yeah, that's crazy. So let me ask you, how was how was the reception once you guys got the truck? Once you guys got it rolling. So how was the reception? Like, do you like Horrible. think back to your first? It was hard. Yeah, it was Horrible. Tough. It was really, really hard. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it's one of those things that I'm like, <sighs> we we started the truck and we started it with the best of intentions. Yeah. Well, we, we kind of started it with, um, I guess we can call her a family member. Um, a lady that Omira and her family grew up around uh, pretty much has a couple trucks in South Florida. And Omira was always in her ear, you need to get a Puerto Rican truck out here. It's not represented at all. And she said, you know what? I'll put up the money. I'll open up a truck. I can't be there. Um, so I'll we'll count you on you guys to it. you know, operate yeah. it, staff it, do whatever you got to do. You run it. She goes, George, Omira, I know you guys know how to cook. Put your recipes in it. Put your stuff in it, You know, your heart and soul, and see where it goes. Well, staffing didn't work on the truck. So we shortly found ourselves having to be on the truck yeah. and not really, you know, knowing not much about 
running an actual food truck yeah. ourselves. We've never really worked a food truck. Mm-hmm. We've helped out here and there with friends that have it food trucks. It's very different to run a food truck than it is to work in a restaurant, oh, yeah. to be a busser, to be, you know, a line yeah, yeah, cook yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Definitely. In in reality, like technically it's the same, yeah. but it's like a thousand percent faster pace. Yeah. Like you'll jump on a truck and it's like you you think you have 10 minutes to get the orders out. No. No. You really only have four minutes. Yeah. Got it. From the time you get the ticket to the time you execute the actual ticket and you Definitely. give it out. Yeah. People are on the go. And when they see a yeah. truck, they're like, oh, I'm going to get my food real fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, real yeah. food does not come out fast. No, yeah. It's, fu- <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. I was just talking to my wife about that before we left. And I was telling her, you know, I look at, I look at, sometimes I look at reviews of food trucks and stuff. And, the two, well, the one thing that everyone, if there's something negative about the truck. Is the weight. Is the weight. Yeah. Yeah. And I was telling her, the funny thing, the crazy thing is, is people think just because it's a truck. Yeah. That the food's going to be flying out. Yeah. And that's, that's not the case. Nope. It's not just like all. if you go sit down and eat, you're going to have that weight. Yeah. But right. people automatically assume, because when we go to food trucks, we're like, it's going to be a minute. Let them do their thing. We're going to, you know. But... But yeah, but people it like time. It, it, it takes time. It's one of those it's things crazy. we're still playing around a little bit with how can we make our food faster? Yeah, because not our demand is increasing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. yesterday we showed up to a spot, you know, for dinner and we went to this brewery. And when we announced that we're going somewhere and it's an area that we don't typically go to, mm-hmm. you have people. They show up and they're oh, yeah, waiting they're around yeah, for yeah, yeah, you to yeah. you know open up. Like yesterday, for instance, what she's saying is we went to a brewery, which food trucks go to breweries all the time, yep. and they'll do maybe 40, 50 servings. We ended up doing 389 Ooh. servings last night. Killed it. And I'm like, but then it's a catch-22. Yep. So we had like, for instance, one group of family come out, and they placed an order. It was a $248 ticket. Wow. So imagine the average price of a single item on a ticket is on our truck is usually about $14. Yeah. So imagine how many things they they ordered. They ordered the menu. So they ordered the menu pretty, <laughs> pretty much. much. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later. They wanted it. What's taking so long? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay, and again. You look up and order. you've got eight tickets ahead of them with all different kinds of stuff. You know, to get certain things done on the menu, yeah. it takes some time. Oh, yeah. Time. Some things exactly. like sandwiches, single tickets, it's like boom. he cranks them out. It's like yeah. he does five sandwiches, boom, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. and they're out. Yeah. Problem is that when you have a mofongo, it takes about 10 minutes to yeah. do. Because Why? Because you got to fry it on the spot. It's not something that I can just piggy, you know, sandbag or yeah. piggyback on something else. And then certain things are double fried too, yeah. right? Yeah. And the tostones are double fried, yeah. so you got to wait for those. And then to do the grilled cheese tostones, they got to fry. You put them on the flat top. You put the cheese. You melt it. And then you build it. It's a, it's a big process. It's a big process. Because so. you're good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. yeah that, that's, a, that's the truth. And it's crazy because you feel like telling these people, when you go sit down somewhere, are you, are you on their back? Like, oh, yeah. is it ready? Is it ready? No. No, I, I bet you you're not because you're sitting there. They have getting, walls. Yeah. It's, all the way it's around. Crazy. Yeah. It, it people, takes time. Customers are like, customer service sometimes, you know, when I first started, it was hard for me because it was like, man, I'm, we're over here. I have some stories. 
I'm like, <laughs> like I have, like I have, we have some too. <laughs> and one of them, one of them is one of them in particular. I was working um, early on in my career. I was at a country club by the beach. I was young. I was in early twenties. My daughter was, my daughter's eighteen now, and she was like, I want to say like three, maybe two, three. And uh, so we're there, lunch service, um, private beach club, members only. Well, I guess there was a group having a meeting. And the guy wanted his his uh, steak well done. Dude, the steak was yeah. practically burnt. And it wasn't well done enough. He kept bringing it back, bringing it back, <laughs> mad, pissed off. And then I finally, I had to tell the executive chef, like, like, what the heck does this dude want me to do? Like, freaking pretty much incinerating this thing. And man, this guy come practically throws his plate at me and is like, you're the help. You're the help. You're no chef. You're you're just the help. And dude, dude was was freaking Damn. out. And, th- and then I find out he's not even a member. He was just like part of, <laughs> you know. And wow. it's 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 customer service, man. That's yeah. Uh, There's a lot that, of entitlement. That that reminds yeah. me of a story. We have um, I guess you can call him our food truck manager. You know, one of our line cooks. Um, <laughs> he pretty much helped start and originate Veggie Grill. Okay. And um, he w- he told me the story last week that. <laughs> One of the customers came in and they specifically said no pickles like four times. Yeah. And I guess they had somebody new on the line oh, and no. they put pickles Ooh. on it. The guy came the next day before they opened, bought, I want to say maybe 20 jars of pickles, <laughs> put pickles across the window of the facade, wrote on the floor on the sidewalk in front of their in front of their store. <laughs> yeah. In pickles, no pickles. Wow. No. I'm telling tell people. I'm mad. <laughs> I can't even. I can't deal I with it. I think he reached his tipping point, you know? Yeah, but that's crazy though. I mean, you know, no, I, I, I said no pickles. I mean, I understand like customers always right, you know, we're here in this hospitality industry to, you know, give 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 the people what they want. Yeah. But there comes a point where it's like, really? I thought of something. I really? told them the customer's always right within certain reason. Yeah. Because there's one way that you you think that the customer is like, oh, you know, oh, where's my food? Where's my food? Where's my yeah. food? But then you have to kind of educate them too, you know? Yeah, when yeah, they yeah. when they want something, you got to let them know and say, hey, Mr. Customer, you know, you've got five people yeah. ahead of you and they all sure, want their food yeah. too. You got to finesse them. You know? You got you to finesse them. And you gotta sometimes like... we say, oh, you know, do you want to, you know, do you want to drink on me just to kind of yeah. satisfy them? But yeah. sometimes they're just beyond that point. Yeah. Yeah. You know? it's, 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 it's crazy. Unfortunately. We're in a, we're in a crazy industry. Yes, Trust me. it's yeah. insane. It, it's it's crazy. And so I try to be as patient as possible because, like, knowing so many people that are in in the industry and working with them with the with you know with with their pop up and just being a fan of it. Like, there's been times where I've made a request and you just know and it'll be like a joke. I'll tell my girl, I'll be like, I bet you it's gonna have something like if I asked for no pickles or whatever not that I, not that I would I love pickles but Jordan's that dude no no, no I'm not what I'm saying is that even when it comes back like, are you it, pickle Jordan? It, it takes a lot for me to just send it back I try to like I want to say it's been years since it, since I sent something yeah. back because there's been times before when I probably would have been like oh I don't like it or da 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 but now I just like there's so much going on you never know what you never know what what what's going on. They could be out of something. They yeah. could be short staff. Someone could be you know they could have someone new on the line. Like you know, as long as I don't find like a hair in my food, I'm not tripping. Like okay, you know. With us, it's been <laughs> like we've been able to kind of appreciate more so the hospitality industry. Yeah. But we also have like a threshold of patience as well. Yeah. Like we went to a restaurant recently, and we had just worked 
a double. We finally were able to go out and get something yeah. to eat. And he mustered up the energy to actually grab everybody together because it's like hurting cats with the kids <laughs> yeah. and the oh, yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So we finally got to this restaurant and we ordered. It took her 10 minutes to take our drink order. Oh, okay. And then we ordered the appetizer. The appetizer took another 20 minutes. Yeah. We're already 30 yeah. minutes invested and we know what kind of day we had. Yeah. So it got to the point where we're like, you know what? Just feed my kids. That's all I want you to do. Yeah. Certain people came out, the manager, you know, her supervisor, whatever came out. And they're like, you know, what what, what can we do to make you happy? I'm like, feed my kids. I don't care about me. Just feed them and I'm out. I'll, I'll go get Burger King. I don't care. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> At this just, point. Yeah. Because you oh. know the industry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the, uh, the same way. There's certain things that I'm like, I won't, I won't trip yeah. off of, you know, because yeah. I, 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 I've been there. And I've had, like I said, I've had those. But when the restaurant's empty, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, to me, right that's there. like a slap in the face because no, yeah. I've worked all day. I do what, we, what you do, yeah. you know? 100 And that's a pet peeve of mine. That's a pet peeve of mine when I go to, and like, I don't want to be like this, like, uh, you know, picking everything apart. And, you know, because no. I know people like that too, colleagues of mine. But like you said, if there's no one in the restaurant and they're taking forever to come and get your order, that's a problem. Yeah. And then if, half hour you're waiting there and then the restaurant yeah. packs up. Yeah. By the time you're waiting for them to assist you, you're like, wait a second. Or, yeah. Or. What are you doing? Same yeah. scenario when you get your food cold. <laughs> yes. You're like, how did that happen? Well, yeah. yep, it's the like, appetizer instance, was cold. Yeah. Well, we got our appetizer after the food came out. Yeah. And then after the appetizer and the food came out, then we finally got our drinks. What? Yeah, see, no, so it's like no, no, no. ass backwards. Yeah, no, that's that to me. There's and no my margarita sucked. That. I'm like, come on, man. Say the name. Like, you know what I mean? So with that said, so when you guys are worked the double, you guys have worked all day, all night. Now that you're here in Cali, what are your like go to? Do you have like specific spots you go guys go eat after? Yeah, what's the go to? With what time? <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends on what time. Well, By the time we get home, it's like nearly 10, 11 o'clock. So fast we have kind of go-to spots for yeah. different cuisines. So it's, okay. it's it's not necessarily a certain restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it all depends on what we're in the mood for. We'll try to go to that certain spot. Yeah, right. So it all depends on what we're in the mood for, I guess. Like when we have like a Sunday, typically Sundays yeah. are usually our like down day. Yeah. Um, there's a spot in, in is it Sherman Oaks or Encino? It's uh, called Claudine's. Okay. Um, they have the best brunch there. The head like, chef and owner, his name is Anthony. Awesome guy. Awesome, awesome food. Awesome, cool guy, you know, and the food is like bomb, like awesome. all the way bomb. Nice. Aside from that, you know, um, what else do we do? There's, uh, as far as tacos, my favorite tacos. I mean, there's tacos everywhere in LA, yeah. but my favorite place is actually in Hollywood called the uh, Zermenos. Oh, Zermenos. You been there? Oh. That is like Man. a hole in the That's wall. That's a hole in the yeah. wall. You passed That's the test. But it is yeah. worth Congratulations. It. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we need the fuck. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna do it right here. Zermenos. <laughs> yeah. That's never been. I should check it out. Oh my old god, it's so good. That's so good. And I only found out that place. I was a store manager in, in at the Firestone in Hollywood. And um, yeah. my guys always say, you know, I treat them for lunch. Hey, what do you guys want for lunch? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, tacos, zermenos, or a burrito. Yeah. So I said, all right, let me go pick it up one day. And I ordered some tacos yeah. and fell in love with it. So um, yeah, I'd yeah. go, nice. I'd go take him out for lunch, and he'd be like, zermenos, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, that was Quick. one of one of our old school spots back in like high school. Been there for a minute. And then um, 
Yeah, we have tacos. Depends on what kind of tacos we're looking for. You know, we have places that make bomb al pastor tacos, mm -hmm. good carnitas. Yeah. You know, it just depends on, like you said, to what, you want to what, we're you that. what we're feeling like, man. And yeah, we're not we're not scared to drive style. to go find you know a good place. Yeah, to eat. we nice. we travel. Like if we see a spot like on Ion LA when we first yeah. moved here, Ion LA was like, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like that was our bible, and he'd be like recording all the episodes because he yeah. got he can't he moved here a month before me and the kids did because Maria, you know, my daughter needed to finish school. She was in kindergarten. Yeah. So we're like, he's he was always like watching shows and like trying to catch up Getting because up by the, the time, yes. yep. So so by the time we came here, he knew of places to take us when nice. we had days off. So I was like, oh, that's cool. So you know, not only that, but then you know, it just came full circle. Now when we got on the show, it was yeah. like we were like, I, saw that too. I was crying. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna be on Eye on LA. Nice. Like that's this awesome. is sick. Like yeah. for me, it was like. Yo, you like this is it. Like <laughs> yeah. I made it, you know. Somehow, in, in a little bit of a way, we made it. So that was pretty cool. And like a lot of spots on INLA, you know, we really catch check up on. Gotta yeah. check this spot yeah. out. What's another good taco spot? If you want like the Ensenada style, like, Taco Naso. Taco Naso. Have you guys been to Taco Naso yet? For fish no. tacos. No, we haven't. If you guys, if you guys dig fish tacos, Thank see, there's so different. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. Killer. But Baja style, right? With Baja the style with cabbage okay. and yeah. the... Yeah, that's what, it, that's, that's that's what, what I, I like. Meant. I don't know. Exactly. And like batter fried, right? Yeah. The beer, beer, batter? beer yeah, is batter? fried. Yeah, is that considered Baja style or Ensenada? Yeah. Is it the same thing? Almost the same. It's it's pretty much both beer battered and fried. Well, Ensenada sometimes is grilled. Oh, okay. That's what... That's what yeah. But okay, but Taconazo is... But Taconazo is the place to be. Uh, yeah, It's check the place to go. Out. And I sometimes... check that out. Yeah, check it out. They have one in La Puente, Bell Garden. They, they have them all over the place. Um, sometimes they're... In like in Echo Park, they they park at the shortstop, um, like around when the Dodgers start playing, they park mm -hmm. there. They park at the Echo. You know, they 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 come. They bring out their truck once in a while. But if you have a chance to go to their Bellflower store, it's bigger than a lot of the other stores because the other stores are more kind of like a little small shack. The Bellflower store is big. Sit down. They have a bar, food. Fish tacos. Well, we went Fire. to um, the attic in Long Beach, and that was a trek. But you, we we thought it was bomb. Well, that's more yeah. of a brunch place. Yeah, it's like brunch. a brunch. We're I mean, really into brunch because usually Sundays are our days. Like you know, we're down yeah. days. Ours too. But you know, we're yeah. down to throw down on some good tacos. You know, nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> fish tacos. You guys gotta you gotta check it out, or we should all go. Yeah, let's roll. Yeah. We should all roll let's one Sunday. So <laughs> go check it out. I had a question, just because I mean, me not being like you know from here. I didn't really come up on like the Mexican food, so I'm like learning it as well. But growing up, I grew up on some Puerto Rican food because I'm part Puerto Rican. But in Hawaii, the Puerto Rican culture, there's a Hawaiian Puerto Rican culture that I think is a lot different from the Puerto Rican culture. Not yes. everything got came over from the plantation days. Like the Puerto Ricans in my family are probably very different from the Puerto Ricans in Miami. But um, so I'm in a way I'm kind of like learning about my culture by having your guys' food. If that makes sense. Because like even the stuff Thank that you. my grandma used to make, it's called something completely different because people don't speak Spanish in, right. in, over there. So, but anyway, to kind of segue, what what are some of the like challenges that you guys have had out here in trying to present the bread. Puerto Rican it, food? The bread is like by far like the biggest thing because pan sobao is like customarily known as the sandwich hoagie bread. Okay. okay. Yeah, so what is, yeah, break it down. Pan Sobao is like massaged bread. It's like the even translation for it. Okay. So wow, and yeah. so is yeah. like, you know, massage. Yeah. And basically it's a really soft bread. Okay. And it's 
almost resembles like a King's Hawaiian as far as the sweeter. taste. Okay. It's a little bit sweeter. Um, and it's got like a hard exterior, almost, you know, it's like a French hoagie roll. Okay. Yeah. But sweet. sweet. Puerto okay. Ricans like to do a, a spin on um, sweet and savory. They don't do spicy at all. No. Yeah, that's what yeah. I noticed a big difference. So no. we have, you know, everybody always asks us, what's this triple threat sauce? How spicy yeah. is it? And we're like, nothing spicy on the truck. We have a little um, hot sauce bar outside. Yeah. That's where everybody kind of gets their hot sauce fix on. Um, and it's a la carte, you know, however you yeah. like your spice. Um, he's a hot sauce connoisseur. He's the yes. hot guy, like <laughs> as far as like, you know, spices and kicks and all that stuff. He's into it. I can't. I'm oh. Puerto Rican. We. I was born like, you know, with the non-spicy yeah. thing going on. Yeah. Our, my palate is like weak. So <laughs> that's, when that's a Mexican tells yeah. me it's not spicy, <laughs> I don't well, believe that. Well, no, there, there's, a difference. Man, yeah. there's a difference a between spicy and like Mexican spicy. Yeah. Yes. Facts. Man, you know what? <laughs> I found that out the hard way. I went to like a restaurant and they're like, oh, how spicy do you want it? And I'm like, oh, hot. And I order hot in Miami and stuff. And oh, I'm like, no. yeah, this is nothing. Oh, I order hot and I couldn't even eat it. Yeah. It's great. Ghost <laughs> it's, pepper hot. It's great because my mom and my wife, I mean, they love spicy food. I mean, I grew up eating spicy food, but it got to a point where I was like, man, I got to like kick back a little bit. And one time I <laughs> ate at this truck by my high school, my ears were ringing. Like it was like really? I took a bite of that taco and oh my god, I, I was dizzy. Yeah, no, so, I've had some so spicy that so my hot. head hurts. Yeah, and and I've learned that too. Like when people ask me, like, is it hot? I'm like, you try it for yourself because hmm. I can say it's not hot. And like you said, Mexican, when we say it's not hot, it's gonna be hot. Cause, yeah, because there's you know it's levels to it. One one guy I used to work with, he used to eat you know the the red chilies, the dry mm-hmm. ones uh-huh. that are really really hot. The 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 tree chilies, right? Yeah, they look yeah they're red and then they put them in um, a lot Chinese of Asian foods. dishes. Yeah. yeah, Chinese. He I put this on him. He would get them and put them in because we were working at a Chinese bistro, so he would put them in uh, like a mm. bao bun with just lemon. Oh, and he would eat. Like a taco of chile. Ugh. And I'm like, bro, you're tripping. It's yeah, hot that, going that was, in. It's yeah. hot coming out. Oh, that's not even cool. I'm like, that's not even, that's not even cool. That's, yeah. That's crazy. Oof. No, yeah. This, the spice. Yeah. That'll cook your opposite. insides for sure. So do, you, so do you feel like you guys have to, to, to add a lot of that extra sauce and spice because of the market? We didn't add it no. at all, actually. No. We tried to, like I said, we tried to remain as authentic as Good. possible. Nice. Um, just we, like having it on the side, like just yeah. exactly. We did the hot sauce bar outside like we in case have somebody the extreme wanted. Ones. We have the extreme heat, the black yucateco, which is like triple X hot. Yeah. And then we have like the Cholula, the old school Cholulas, and then the blends now that have come out, like the sweet, the um, chili garlic, the chili lime. Yeah. The green, the green That's pepper cool. one. We yeah, like. I those. wouldn't even. They're different. And I like, I like spice. I like kick, but I wouldn't even put any of that stuff. On your food because it would change the flavor. Charula has its own flavor. Well, that's yes. like our cashier always gets asked. Yeah. You know what? What hot sauce do you recommend? Does he always it? and he knows now because he's tried everything on yeah. our menu. He's a, he says, try it, see how you like it, and if you think it needs more heat, by all means, yeah. help yourself to the hot sauce bar. Yeah. If not, yeah. eat it the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Because some and- some yeah some dishes I I use like dry chile. You know the dry chile mm-hmm. with pizza and stuff because it doesn't change the flavor, but it gives it the heat. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, your guys' you know, culture cuisine doesn't have right. those, those spices. salsas, you know, and 
with us, like he explained, is sweet and savory. Like you'll have a lot of the mixtures. Like you'll have the sweet plantain and you'll have the savory beans and rice and yeah. the, and the lechon. You know, so with the boricua bowl, that's how that works. And people like to add their little, you know, chile to their yeah. beans and stuff, which is which is cool. So we recommend. We typically recommend either the chili garlic or like the sweet habanero, depending so, so on what good. you're looking for. You know. I know. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry. That's awesome. No, yeah, this, there's, yeah, there's, I think, I think, because I was just watching the um, Food Truck Nation you guys are on. I think yep. you said, like, it was, was a lot of garlic and a lot of cilantro. That's the yes. flavors. And that's for sure, like, growing up, my grandma cooking with, like, yeah, what? onion and cilantro. Like, yeah, that's why I love, like, well, that, the base is the, the sofrito. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you were probably eating, like, loco moco with garlic and cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite, but that's a good idea. So, guys, we got a new dish. We about to. Uh, no, just kidding. I know. <laughs> well, you know, when I heard cilantro, I, I tripped out. Like, I didn't think. I'm not 100%, you know, familiar with Puerto Rican food. Yeah. I'm a little bit more familiar with Cuban food because my dad's best friend was Cuban. So, yeah. I grew up eating a lot of Cuban food. And for my first birthday, they got me a big lechon. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, for my first. Nice. It's funny. Right of passage, yeah, right exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so, when I heard cilantro, I was like, what? Crazy. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's dope. And I'm, like I said, I'm See, learning. I love it already. And there's more than one cilantro because we yeah. use culantro also, culantro. which is yeah. a long leaf. Oh, man. Yeah. And which that is like one nearly is impossible like to get in hard California. to find. Yeah. yeah. Really hard to find. And that's how I make my sofrito. You know, that's okay. like the main uh, ingredient. See, you just brought like a random memory. Like, that makes sense. I remember my grandma like yelling, saying, it's not the same thing. And <laughs> saying, like, you have to get this, not that. Yeah. Like, totally. Like, we used to grow it in my, my front yard. Yeah. Like, my mom had yeah. like, you know, a spice garden. Yeah. And we'd have culantro there. We'd have yeah. ruda. We'd have oregano, basil, like yeah. everything you can think of. Yeah. We had in our front yard. So, we never really bought too? it at the store. I'm sorry. You guys had to get like those seeds. What is it called? The achote? Do you guys have to grow grow those? That we would get at the store, just because it we make we make the we make we actually use the achote for color. like color. Color, yeah, that's yeah. So it's best to just get the seeds from the store and yeah. you fry them with the oil, and that's how you make you yeah. know the coloring. For yeah, me. I remember my grandma having to get stuff like shipped over, like even just like the little oh, goya wow. packets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like that you couldn't find. So when my brother, like my brother, moved to Vegas first. From Hawaii, he was like one of the first. No, my other brother moved to Washington. I remember whenever my parents would go up to the mainland, she would request. So then when I moved up here, I remember going to the store and seeing the big boxes and calling and like buying it for my grandma. And then I think they had to get a tree because she would actually get the… After a while, she had to like make get the tree to make get the seeds because you couldn't buy those in, over there right. in the store, you know? Um, that's fine. No, they're good. There's, it won't pick up. But um, so it's just knowing that… So I guess, yeah, I guess a lot of the ingredients, yeah, you can't really find here. Huh? No. And that's one thing that even the pilon that we use to mash mm-hmm. the the mofongo, yeah. you know, we have to get that shipped. Yeah. One of them is being custom made right now in Puerto Rico so nice. for us that's because so the demand that's has dope. been so high. Yeah, you need another one. So, and they break. Because out know? here, you just find mocajetes. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> the, mocajetes. it leaves the stuff really grainy. Like, no, yeah, you know, it it's not the same. It does. It's, it's, it's good for grinding spices, but yeah. it's not good Mocha. for grinding. And it's hard. The, the, stone. the stone one. But yeah. the, what you guys use is like wood. wood. Yeah, but it's, it's hard to clean. Like the grooves. Yeah. The plantains get stuck in there. Yeah, yeah, because it's porous because of the rock. So, yeah. yeah, for for spices and stuff, it's good. Yep. For and then we do. wet it. You know, it, yeah. it has to be wet also to get the good, you know, consistency yeah. that you need. 
So it's not it's not going to work for us. Yeah. When you have this this culture that's underrepresented, you guys are jumping through all these. You guys are like the only one. I mean, there's no that I know uh, of. Yeah, I don't think I there's win. any. I don't think there's. I'm sure there's copycats sprouting here and there. Oh, yeah. Well, there's plenty of them sprouting, but now, well, yeah, we've had a lot now. of a lot of our customers that we yeah. you know recognize decided to venture and try to open up their own thing and literally copy our menu. That we we have one competitor, I guess, that opened up. Uh, that's calling himself, you know, Puerto Rican yeah. food you, truck. Fusion truck. But Ooh, yeah, fusion. he has like Jamaican food, Dominican food, Cuban oh. food. Cuban Puerto food. Yeah. Now, but I yet he copies like a menu almost identical, identical to us. Identical to us, you I'll know? Say, yeah. and, and one thing I'm going to say is there's nothing wrong with other people. You know, for us, they say imitation is the best form of flattery or yeah. whatever. yeah. yeah. You still want to punch him in the throat. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I see him at the store and I feel like, you know, but I'm going to grab But that's just the Puerto yeah. Rican in me. And the, re- yeah, yeah, yeah. and the reason why we know it's being copied because a lot of our menu items is just stuff that, that we came up I with. I had an idea in the middle of the night and said, let's try to do this. Yeah, you guys are, yeah, yeah. It's not like traditional plates. No, like for instance, our tripleta fries, which is one of our best sellers. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit over two pounds of food. Um, you have fries, you have three meats, our roast pork, chicken, steak. I put pico on it, cheese, yeah. and our mayo ketchup sauce. Something I came up with because I always saw carne asada fries being represented yeah. in, in L.A. Yeah. And I never had carne asada fries until I moved to L.A. five years ago. Here you see them on every corner. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, you know what? If carne asada fries are so popular, why not? Let's do a tripleta yeah. fries. Mm-hmm. Have three meats on it, and yeah. it's like a spinoff of the carne asada fries. That's and true. in Puerto Rico, they do have papas locas, which Palo is Palo. the way they call it, like the street fries. Yeah, yeah. But know? they have beans and other stuff yeah. in it. Yeah. So yeah. I decided to make these tripleta fries, and here goes somebody else trying to do the same thing with the same name. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, no. Trying to trying to capitalize on our clout. You know, no, no, it's no, like no, no, no. we call those clout chasers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clout that, chasers. That's that's yeah. what you that's what caught. really got us. You know, no. or our boricua bowl. You know, that's another thing that we came up with. You know, because we we kept getting asked, "Do you have anything healthy on your menu? You know, <laughs> do you have something without bread? You know, uh, so we're that's like, one with the white white rice, the white rice, uh, okay. the beans, and then we alternate. Like this week, we had rice and beans. Uh-huh. Next week, we'll have arroz con andules, and then the following week, we'll have rice with beans and pumpkin, the Got traditional it. Puerto Rican way. So. We do that. We alternate a lot yeah. because nice. some people like the white rice and beans. Yeah. Other people want the yellow rice and the pigeon yeah. peas. We so have to cater to many different rice. markets. Yeah. Especially that's out here. Thing. I'll take the yellow rice. Yeah, that's day. another thing that goes back to that yeah. question. Is like, what kind of resistance or not resistance did you get at the beginning when you started? And that's one of the things that we always get to this day. At the beginning, it was it was worse because well, they'd be like, oh, I see you have tripletas. I see you have, you know, this, that, or the other. But what about bacalaitos or what about acapurias? Yeah. Or what about People all have the to other understand stuff? we have a food truck. We have limited space on yeah. what we can carry. Yeah. We don't have a full kitchen to say. Yeah. Um, so we can Storage only is also a so problem. Big time. Yeah, yeah. They don't understand those factors that go in with the whole situation and if you want something that tastes good fresh and authentic it needs time to prep it needs time to restock it needs time for storage proper storage storage. or you're gonna get some people really sick yeah yeah you know so if you don't have exactly if you don't have a freezer on the truck i mean you can't really keep agapurias in your truck you know what i mean 
If not, then you're doing something weird that, you know, yeah. people are going to probably yeah. get like, well, sick, you know? Yeah. Or not That's only crazy. that, but then you have, you know, bacalaitos. We, when you only have one fryer on the truck and bacalaitos are already messy enough to begin with, if you don't know what bacalaitos are, they're codfish uh, fritters. fritters. Okay. And they're made with like a pancake batter kind of, yeah, you know, it. batter. And then you put uh, codfish inside, bacalao, basically. Bacalao, yeah. And you make them into like a pancake. And some of these things at these festivals, they're huge, but yeah. they have their own designated fryer. For besides that, that, you have one fryer and you're frying fish and fish and fish. Yeah. And then we also do like our chuleta can can, yeah. which is like a big pork chop. Yeah, I've seen that. So you have fish, you have pork chop, then you're doing mofongos and you're doing fries and yeah. all this stuff. Tostones, the stuff. The flavors start blending and you're like eating fries, but it tastes like it tastes fish. Like fish. Yeah, you can't. So you can't. You, can't. you can't. You have to kind of do it in moderation. Yeah. So we no, can't. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah, that's crazy. So it's one of those things, you know, all these things to take into account. You're also working with four other people in the truck and you only have about a 10 square foot space that you're working out of. When typically at a restaurant, you have a thousand square feet, you know what I mean? To work with, whether it's storage, putting stuff away, you know, um, refrigeration is different. The drinks are different. Like it's everything is like your, your work, you're trying to do the work out of a restaurant, yeah. but in, in a, a fraction of the space. In a confined space, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we face some of those limitations when we do pop-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we're in a corner with just what, one six-foot table and a, you know, on a flat top and a, and a rice pot and we're bumping into each other. And so <laughs> it's the same same thing, you know. It, yeah. Yeah. Imagine, because, yeah. imagine is, serving exactly. 300 people yeah. in a matter oh, yeah. of three hours with oh, that yeah. amount of space or less, yeah. you know, it gets pretty gnarly. You know, oh, it does. As they it's say hectic. here on the west side. Yeah, on the west side. It's not, it's not <laughs> it's for everybody. Crazy. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It, it really it really isn't. I mean, even in, in, in working in a restaurant and yeah. turning around that stuff, I mean, it's it's righteously out of hand. You know, oh, it's yeah. crazy. And if you're not ready for it. Oh, yeah. Man. That way and that goes. communication too. Like, that's one thing that myself and George have been able to kind of learn um, in this experience of for the past two years, a year and a half going on too. Of being on a food truck is communication. Yeah. Like being able to bounce off and say, where are you at with this? Where are you mm-hmm. at with that? What t- where are we at with this yeah. ticket? And it's one of those things that you don't realize what you're doing yeah. until you're put in a situation where you're under a, micros- a microscope yeah. and you realize, I've been doing this all along. Well, you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> okay. I, we can't really say as far as too many details because we signed an NDA. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We are on a game show and pretty much we had to cook. And we were on a time constraint, like 30 minutes or less. And we were in earshot of the actual judges. And we were just doing our normal routine, you know, behind you, hot pan, knife, yeah. this, that, just calling Where out different things. Where you at with things. the burger? Yeah. Where you at with and that? And one of the judges was like, oh, I can tell they've been married for so long. They communicate so well <laughs> and this and that. And I look over, I'm like, it has nothing to do with being married. But that's we le- we learned this on, on the food truck. truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt like we were on the truck the whole time. I felt like I was on the truck. And it got to the point where... I knew how many or how many orders we expedite in a certain amount of time because, like I said, people want their food fast. Yeah, yeah. They want real good food fast. Right. That's like what they say. Yeah. So I'm looking at the time and I'm like, how is it that I have all this time left and I'm nearly halfway done with everything? You know what right. I mean? And that's one of those things that you got you know, good with your management. You got you got good with your yeah, time management. management. It's organized chaos. Exactly. That's what one of my chefs told me when I first started. It's organized chaos because it's, it's a so- well orchestrated. Yeah, you know, dance. catastrophe. It's a debacle. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's it's crazy. 
Yeah. It, it is. It's it's righteously crazy. Yeah. Well, much, yeah. Much respect. I couldn't. Yeah. I'm just. I, I couldn't do it. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah. now, it has. You get been used easy. to it though. Yeah. Because yeah. when we first started, like, oh my god, we would do an event and we'd make say two hundred dollars. Yeah. And two hundred dollars to me was like, oh my god, I just got my ass kicked. Yeah. And then we did another event and we started doing four hundred dollars and then we went to a thousand dollars. And I was, and when I was doing two hundred, I was like, I can't imagine doing a thousand dollars if I feel like this right yeah. now. Right. And now we're going, you know, making routine stops, doing like four or five thousand dollars at a stop. I couldn't even fathom the idea, yeah. say yeah. a year and a half ago. Because you guys put in the work, you know. Yeah. Like, there's no way I could have done that a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You built right. up. Right, but it. then you have to think about you did that service, and then you're like, you look at your inventory, and you're like. Holy cow! I gotta restock all yeah. of that in <laughs> a matter of a day. It. You gotta do it. it. Oh man! How it's, do you get tough. it done? And like you that? Lunch, I, and you gotta do lunch service. And like, yes, you have a lunch service the next yeah. day, yeah. and you're yeah. like, okay, I gotta drop the kids off at eight. I gotta mm-hmm. get to the commissary by nine. I gotta do all my shopping and get to the commissary to pick up the truck at by ten ten thirty, the latest, because we gotta be at the place by eleven thirty to Time serve at twelve. Money. Yep. And now all of a sudden, two hundred people are just looking at you like, like for lunch. And like, you're like, like if your whole like you know <laughs> hours before you got it didn't even yeah, exist. They're they, just it's you, like they want the food out now. They have They're no like idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's crazy because I tell people all the time, like if there were a camera following us for a week, I wonder what kind of stuff you people would see just because it's like oh, I know. They, you know what I mean. It. Yeah, like not even that. Like I don't even know how. All these production companies and all these TV networks and stuff are always looking for content and they're doing reboots of crap and like reboots of this. Yeah. Like, why? There's so much rich content, you yeah, know, definitely. especially the Latinos are so yeah. underrepresented in yeah. Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Get in there, get in a, in a taco truck, put a camera in there, yeah, put some reality because, into back into the thing. And that's exactly like I was saying, with, you know, with the podcast, yeah, they're scared. They're scared, and to give us that much power. When they do, when they do stuff, when they follow a chef, when they follow a restaurateur, you know, they're they're you know they're it's bu- so business, it's business meetings. It's you know I gotta be here and I gotta go to the farmers market and and let me go stop at Starbucks no. and get my coffee. And, <laughs> but no. if they followed y'all, you know, no, if it's they followed real. us, it, it's, it's real. You know, kids and and, and time doesn't stop. Oh you know, yeah, time doesn't stop. Nope. You know, life goes on. Life, you know, everything that people regular, you know, regular with regular jobs they do in the morning, afternoon. It's like we got to fit that in in a small oh, amount no, of time. And then you got to fit in your emails, yeah. responding to catering, oh, man, your yeah. social media. Yeah. If you even want to even think that you're going to have any type of success, your social media game has to oh, be yeah. on oh, yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. We're always and if you about have that. one yeah. person doing, you know, answering emails, doing the social media, um, dealing with restocking the truck and, you know, uh, handling all the catering invoices, not only that, but then you have to worry about scheduling yeah. the truck. Yeah. Making sure that truck has a place to go. Yeah. As well as That's staff. That's where the magic staff, happens. Yeah. You got to make sure. Not only that, but in this today. day and age, in this day and age, finding good help oh, is hard. My. Like I I'll tell them, I believe it. Hey, look, we got the truck st- uh, stocked. We got all our inventory done. We got our, our, our event lined up. We got all our invoices paid. Let's ready. Ready. Let's rock and roll. Oh, shit. I forgot my staff. Can they even work today? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, That's definitely. one of those things. And then you get ambitious and you get 
I wouldn't say greedy, but you get like, you know, on the whole like grind and you're yeah. on this hamster wheel and you're yeah. like, oh, I, I got this event that popped up and so-and-so needs a cover and you can jump on that. And then it's like, wait a second, I have employees, they have families, you yeah. know, they have days off. They they want to take, you know, time off to spend with their families. They grind, they grind just as hard as yeah. we do, no, it, you know, it, or it, harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 when, especially when you're running, when you're running your own deal, it's, Oh yeah, you're you're you know you're looking out for it. you're trying to you're trying to feed your kids. Yeah, and then you have employees and their families. It's man, it's a you know it blows my mind sometimes. It's crazy. Here. It's incredible. It, it's, it's incredible. It is. But you, you get a sense of satisfaction. Yeah. When when you see, obviously when you do good, you yeah. you're satisfied. But when your staff is happy and and they like for instance our cashier last night had a very good night as a cashier he took home. Over $300 worth of tips yeah, and everything see, else. Nice. And, you know, he looked at us and he said, you know, thank you. I can actually be comfortable right now. I know all my bills are paid. I don't, I, my yeah. car payment's done. I have everything squared away. I can actually enjoy my day off. Yeah. It made me feel good. Like That's I was like accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. That's when no matter how your day was, what went on. You're like, only what, as good as your team. Yeah, it went exactly. Yeah. And when you hear that, yeah. It, that's, that's, that's. Satisfying. It's satisfying, it you know, really because. Is. For us, it's like, okay, our bills are paid, you know, um, you know, we can go take a, a day or two off and go to Big Bear or whatever it is. But when your employee tells you, you know, thank you, thank you for my job, you know, then it's like, oh, you know, this is what we do this for. Yeah. This yeah. is why we have, you know, we get our asses handed to us at yeah. an event. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you, we that's serve why you... 400 people, but yeah. that's the reason why. That's That's when it feels like worth it. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And then you were at a point where you, what your cashier took home in tips, you had nights where you didn't even take that home at all. Oh, no. no. Like yeah. you said, no. you remember when you started taking home 200? Yeah. And now just in tips? It's you know crazy what I mean? That's incredible growth. It, it's amazing how we went from nearly closing a year and a, a year, a year ago. Literally, we, Literally we a year were ago, we were about, about to close. two weeks of closing, uh, yeah. pretty much almost being homeless. Um, we yeah. didn't, we couldn't pay our rent on our house. Uh, we were down to one vehicle, yeah. uh, which was on its last limb and ended up blowing a motor. So we were down to almost pretty much no vehicle. Yeah. And, uh, things went, you know, complete turnaround and picked up and thank God. And yeah. Oh, nice. I like that to see hard. good people win. Yeah. Thank you. I like to see good people win. And then, and then it that was hard. Me, It was really hard. We, and we <laughs> will give a shout out to you know the whole crew from Better Like and everything. Yeah, yeah. kind of put mention. us on the map. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if it, it wasn't, wasn't for them, I think you know it, it would have been a different story to be told. Because I, uh, I think our second episode, we I think we mentioned you guys because I had just seen that, yeah. and one of our um, one of our homies and one of our collaborators that we worked with, they had just got featured on F- Food Beast. Well, yeah, no, food beast. food beast. You guys have been featured on Food Beast as well. I yeah, they did. They did like um, a quick uh, video on yeah, our so they did the same thing. Yeah, so which we're gonna be doing more work with Food Beast too. Yeah. So. Dope. Yeah. So shout out to them. But the whole thing was like going viral and how influencers and social media could really like you know change. And in a time where a lot of influencers can put people on the map, and sometimes they don't like for lack of better words, I feel like they don't deserve it or they're not about it. Right. Like when someone comes up and they're about it and they get that feature. That kind of makes it all worth it. Because sometimes it's tough to know what's real, what's fake. Yeah, I would be the first person that will sit here and tell you, I did not believe in social media. Not a fraction of it. He hates when I'm on the phone. Like, I have two (laughs) phones. I have two phones. And the reason why I have two phones is because if one's not dead, the other one isn't. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. 
And honestly, and I wanted to keep one phone for business and one phone for my personal use, yeah. but they've blended together because <laughs> just it happens. Logged in on all the accounts. And exactly. All that. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't believe in no. social media. And then, so I'm 24-7 on my phone. He hates it. <laughs> the, uh, the video went viral. Yeah. And I still had my doubts about the whole social media thing. I'm like, yeah, okay, it's up to like... 10 million views or whatever. Oh, just Okay, 10 everybody million. saw it. <laughs> We're going to do our next service. It's going to be another, you know, two, $300. Yeah. Let's close up yeah. the shop and move on and figure something else out. Yeah. And, you know, she posted, like she always did beforehand, the video yeah. came out. Hey, we're going to be at so-and-so from 5 to 9. And we literally rolled up at like 4.30. And there was like 300 people in a wow. single file line just waiting for like us. Like that movie Chef. Patiently and I made, waiting. Yeah. I made <laughs> like the corner and turned around and nice. people started cheering in the streets. I'm telling and I'm like, are you like, kidding? Like, where's awesome. the cameras at? <laughs> like, I, awesome. we thought we were getting punked for real. We were yeah. like, what is this? Where's Ashton? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then it's crazy because we go from like a moment where we're serving 20 to 30 people. Yeah. In even, a span of four hours yeah. to serving 400 yeah, yeah, that yeah. all want their food yeah. then and there. Like we had people waiting for their food, waiting to order yeah. an hour in line, and then waiting another two hours to get their food. Wow. Now, Damn. that's one of those things that you're like, I feel terrible that that happened. But it was the lack of experience and the yeah. fact that we got hit so hard so fast. Yeah. But now right, that's okay. not the case. Now the longest ready? someone will be waiting is probably forty-five minutes, yeah. oh, and yeah. that's and that's because we've been able to get it down to a science. Well, that's you also know? because you have fifty tickets ahead of them. So. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, fifty yeah. tickets—it's it's, it's, it's it's, crazy. It's, it is, it, you know. <laughs> but that's yeah, social media. <laughs> and you know what? Them. That's yeah. one thing that you know we never expected that to happen. I think to this day is one of their mo one of their most more successful videos, and there it's because. We got so much clout from all over. Like we have people coming from Alaska. We had a guy fly in from Boston. I didn't believe it. Yeah. So and I told him, <laughs> I told him, and I'm like, dude, this this shit is cray cray. I know? started asking for tickets. Yeah. They're like, oh, I just came from Australia to try your food. I'm like, yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they <laughs> came yeah, from like, Australia. Yeah, Australia. We've had Alaska. We've had uh, Utah, everyone in the U.S. Arizona. Okay, it, it's just ridiculous. San Jose. We had one yesterday. Yeah. Nice. He, he drove his whole from San Jose. From that's San good. Jose. Nice. Yeah, because we had another one that she came from Alaska. She planned the whole trip. Took the kids to um, Disney Disneyland, Disneyland nice. and said, "But first, mom's got to stop at this truck." Nice. And it was. Amazing! It's That's remarkable dope. to me the power of social media. Oh, it's crazy! I'm telling you. Yeah, our second, insane. Our, our second and episode was like, that. And yeah. this is not even like boosting. No, like yeah. you're not even boosting. Like not, our, our engagement is so high. Yeah, yeah. That I'm like. You're not even advertising. You're not even like Yelp is hitting me up saying, yeah, "Yo, yeah. how can I be down with you?" You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. one of those things that I'm like, I never expected that yeah. ever. It's it's unexpected. It's remarkable. That's it awesome. boggles our mind every single day. It's crazy. Social media is crazy. Yeah, because we always go back and forth. Because he's like, I'm like for you. I'm like, I'm the Yelper. He's like, Nah, none of that matters. <laughs> I hate Yelp. Yeah, you, you See, it's, it's, and, and and it's and yeah, As, we had coming we had from thing. the hospitality yeah. side, we hate Yelp. Yeah, and I get it, and I fully we hate it. Yeah, and I fully understand that now. Getting the getting the insight, but just like the power of social media and stuff. But like, so what? Oh, go ahead. Oh no, 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 no. But yeah, no, I was gonna I was gonna say that. Yeah, Yelp. I'm not. I've never been with it's it. It's not legit. It's not reliable. Like people go on there as like their 
what is that like their um like their burning their burning stick kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. it's like, crazy to me it, it's insane that people not only can feel like they can just vent on yelp yeah. and like think that it's not ruining someone yeah. it is it's like you speak it out into existence well i understand and, everybody and, wants to make money but at the same time yelp almost holds you hostage yes so they like you can go and say okay five stars this is the best food i've ever eaten in my life but they won't show up until you pay yelp see yeah and be like one of their paid members and and pay them every month oh and then then they'll start showing their good reviews yeah yeah like and then we found out that you can remove bad yelps from your profile yeah, if not, you pay $200 to remove here's the smoke remember I told see, you see my wife's aunt opened up uh, she left a, a you know a very prominent bakery in LA opened up her own spot and um, before she was even open she was getting bad reviews and I don't know if it was her ex co-workers yes. people was talking Sabotage. mad shit on there mm-hmm. yeah and that's what they told her that's what, that's yeah. what they told her uh well, we don't see. At first, they told her like we didn't we didn't see anything bad enough for us to take to it off exactly. to remove it. But if a lawyer gets involved, yeah. and they then, remove but it. Some and of it is they, just then they charge her. Yeah. They charge yes. her. They say, we'll, we'll take and it off if you. you. But you some know, of it is bullshit. Like we got a one star review. Yeah, and I and I always use this as a, as an example. This lady gave us a one star review. Yeah, she came to our truck, didn't get out of her car. She pulled up to where we were stopped. Gave us a one-star review because there was too many people online. Never yeah. once purchased anything. That's nope. Trash. And gave us a one-star saying the line's too long. Nobody should have to wait this long for any type See, of food. And left. That. That's crazy. And, so, and, that's, I'm, and I'm suffering with a one-star review. So that review. one didn't get filtered out? That one was no, no, they said it's legit. It's oh, legit. no. That's, they should filter that uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. And <laughs> then you have your competitors that yeah. send people to your yeah. truck yeah. to yeah. give you one-stars. Yep. Uh-huh. And then... Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm a person with a lot of integrity wow. and I hold myself to a very high standard as far as treating people the way I want to be treated. So I'm not going to go out there and retaliate and do the same. But you can tell because of the language. Yeah. They see that we have clout. They go on Yelp. They give, you know, bad review and say, oh, and by the way, try so and so. And you know where it's coming from, you yeah, know, yeah, and you, they name yeah. them by name and yeah. city and you. where they're located. We, like this We're like, I see you. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we definitely. respond as politely as we can. Yeah. Everybody has a right to an opinion. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, and, and I totally agree with that. And I understand that. And you should be able to say, OK, the food was great. The food was bad. Whatever your yeah. opinion is. Yeah. It only strengthens us and helps us become better, yeah. right. whether it's good or bad. Bad. Feedback but at the is same always time, welcome. Yeah. Yelp should kind of restructure the way they should allow posts. Yeah. Either show like a proof of purchase. Like or- the health department. Yeah. You can't go legitly and accuse a business of doing anything that is getting somebody sick or doing anything like yeah. that. The health department asks for receipts. No, they do. And a legit yeah. business or a legit structure or a legit yeah. kind of place oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would ask for a receipt. Yelp mm-hmm. doesn't care. No, and there's a reason for that because they don't have integrity. They don't yeah. have none, and they want that. And money. yet, your competitors have five stars. Yeah. Why? Because they throw money at Yelp, or yeah, they yeah, throw yeah, yeah, money exactly. to get these things removed. <laughs> exactly. And it's funny because, like, I've always heard like big known chefs, like uh, the late <laughs> Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's on record. He absolutely he despises it. Yelp. Yeah. He's like Yelp should burn in hell. Yeah, I don't I, I never want to know anything yeah. about yeah. Yelp. I posted, that, I posted the video yeah. on my on my Instagram because uh, he was one of the like I've never like liked 
celebrity chefs, but he was one of the ones that when I was in school, when I was starting my career, like yeah. down to earth. I yeah. very down to earth. And one thing that he was not douchebag. Yeah, stood out to me was the love and respect he had for his guys in the back. Yeah. And like I was telling you're you, you're only like, as good as the help yeah. you hire. And no one, it's no true. one does that. No, yeah. no, none of these. You know, a lot of these celebrity chefs, a lot of these people, you know, in the limelight, you don't really hear them talk about their staff. No, you know no. what I'm saying? Like you don't hear them talk about, and that they make the machine run. Yeah, yeah. they're not talking about, you know, so and so who's gonna leave this job working ten hours and gonna go put another eight hour shift. At another restaurant. Yeah. Or their own pop-up. Yeah. I see that a lot too. No matter yeah. how good you are, you can't do it by yourself. And nope. It's, nope. It's, cra- it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me because, you know, we, we make it go. And, man, so, yeah, Bourdain. Yeah. Not only that, but He's Jonathan Gold, you know, yeah. rest oh, yeah, in peace. One, also yeah. another great, you know, he actually made this big write-up on, you know, how much respect you should give to those people that are out in the streets. Mm-hmm. And especially food trucks, if you see a line... Yeah. That usually means that a the food is delicious and you're yeah. <laughs> you're doing the best thing by waiting in this long line, yeah. or b you know the foods maybe a dollar cheaper you know than yeah. the next yeah. place. So which one would you want to? Wouldn't you want to wait in line to see yeah, what yeah, that's yeah. about? Yeah, you yeah. know, Def- definitely, definitely. It's a good so, conversation. Yeah. yeah. What? Is, so what's that? So <laughs> what's advice you could give to anybody? Say you're like day one, video goes viral. What is advice you'd give to yourself if you could go back or someone coming up like okay you're about to get that that big you know that big push. viral I push. think hire what? hire people hire to people. help it's not even hire the right people just hire people to help Hands. because with us we showed up to that spot with three people and it, it, it almost felt like we exploded you know well, what I mean like ourselves personally our staff us the cashier like we all exploded we were like how did this happen? What's going to happen tomorrow? How do yeah. we restock the truck? Because again, yeah. we go back to that whole, oh my God, I'm out of this. I'm out of that. We're pretty much bare boning it. Yeah. I, and I you think, have a lunch the next morning. Yeah. Like, how do how you do it? I, I think there's three main things other than obviously having good food. Yeah. Um, but three main things that will help anybody trying to start a business. One is communication. Two is staff. And three is social media. <clears throat> Yeah. Those three things, if you can master and and not master, but try to get better at those three yeah. things, the only way to go further is you know improvement and and being su- successful. Yeah. So Definitely. if you can get those three things down, you're winning. Yeah. Nice. Social media. Back to social media. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like coming to grips with all. And this again, stuff. this is a person that yeah. despised and. Did not think that social media worked, and it does. No, well, I guys, ate my own words. You guys are. Let you me guys tell you something. To that. You social media is. It could be your best friend, and it could be your worst, worst enemy. enemy. Oh yeah. Because Definitely. don't put out there what time you're going to be somewhere till what time you're going to be yeah. somewhere, unless you're you're committed <laughs> to doing it a thousand percent. We're still learning. They hold us to it. Yeah, we're and still that's learning. Why so, like, for instance, what she's referring to is pretty much <laughs> we posted, all right, we're going to be somewhere from 4 to 9. Yeah. And literally by, like, 7.30, even though I was fully stocked on the truck, we were sold out. That's how yeah. many people came out, cleared us out of all our inventory. What, are we going to stay there for another, you know, hour and a half, two hours, yeah. waiting around, looking at each other and just paying staff? Yeah. No, we packed up and left. Yeah. And then here come more reviews or more people, yeah. you know, calls. calling. 
I thought you were going to be here till nine. If you're going to post, you're going to be there. You have to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What am oh, I going to be there? To? To? Really? Once you finally make the trip over here and say, hey, how you doing? I have oh, no, no food, but thanks for coming. The coldest evening in the valley. Yeah. The coldest evening in the valley, That's okay, crazy. was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And it was like 32 degrees, nearly snowing. And it was 8.30. And we hadn't seen a customer in like 20 minutes, 30 Amen. minutes. And the girls had school the next day. And I told him, I'm like, you know what? Let's just pack up because yeah. there's no point in being here. There's no way people are going to come out. Um, it was a day before the holiday or something like that. So we're like, you know what? Let's just pack this up and go yeah. home. Sure enough, 20 minutes later, we get like 10 phone calls. We thought you were going to be XYZ spa. Like, why aren't you here? Yeah. And we explained. We're like, we hadn't seen someone. Yeah. You know, we hadn't seen anyone in over 30 minutes. And it was really cold. So now when we post, we almost have to put like disclaimers. Yeah. You know, four to nine or until we sell out. That's, that's, that's what. Four to nine as long out. as the weather permits. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> when we do our pop-ups, that we, that's what we do. We put X time till we run out. Till done. That's it because... Or is he saying Hawaii and Topal? Topal? Yeah, Topal. <laughs> and they almost hold like a resentment. Like, oh, they do. You'll sell out a food and you'll have a phenomenal night and yeah. you'll be happiest person in the world. And they'll be pissed. And they're like, what, what do you mean you left? What do you mean you don't have food? How do you not have food? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you underprepare? Yeah, we've gotten that. We've gotten, oh, you guys, you guys don't have enough food. And we're like, dude, we served 350 people. Like, yeah. where do were you, really you an like, hour yeah, ago? Exactly. You know? Yeah. We feel terrible because obviously the customer's always yeah, right. No, you, you but this is where them, the yeah. within reason thing yeah. comes in yeah. because yeah. you're right, but within reason and because like, like you said, we've been out here all night. We haven't seen <laughs> no one in like it's an hour, and then all of a sudden you want to <laughs> pop up. Like, yeah. listen, you're yeah. talking to a guy that wants to make as much money as possible, yeah, and still give out a good product. Yeah. So for me to actually have to close up early yeah. or run out of food or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I just see it as money being left on the table. Yeah, 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 definitely. And yeah, yeah. like I said, I still want to have a good product, but why would I want to lose out on any type of income? Anything. Yeah, anything. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm in business, obviously, yeah. to make money. Yeah. So and this I, is coming from a person that over-prepares yeah. because this yeah. guy nice. will prepare for 400 people and yeah. only serve 200, oh, yeah. for example. Like, like you my know first, what I mean? My first question when she, because my wife does all the bookings and, and plans out our schedule and so yeah. forth. The first question I asked, she goes, oh, you know, we're going to say Pasadena for dinner. All right. So what are we expecting to do? Is it, you know, 200 covers, 100 covers, 300 covers? Yeah. And I'll... Stock the truck based on that. So if she yeah. says on the high end we'll do four hundred covers, I'll stock for five hundred. Yeah. And if I run out of food after five hundred covers, there's an issue. I can't do any more. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah. You have that cushion. Yeah. You have that cushion. Dope. So you guys must have the best leftovers at your house then, if you're preparing. No. <laughs> no, I, no, no. Well, being, being in the food industry, and I'm sure you guys probably know, you can't. Oh, well, you can, but you can't. You get tired of eating your own food. Yeah. The smell, the taste. The it, girls it just, too. It, it's not satisfying <laughs> oh, yeah. to me at all. Yeah. People will come and tell us, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. And to me, it's like, Ugh, I can't yeah. get it away from <laughs> yeah, it. No, yeah, yeah. I don't want to smell legit. it. I don't yeah, want to yeah, see it. Up. I cook it and that's about when it. you've been cooking all day, like you're just like over it. Like That's, yeah. why, that's why we, you know, as cook, as chefs, we go eat other places. We eat the like nastiest I, food. I, I was walking back to the food truck right before we started our shift. 
and I was actually had like a Burger King bag. Yeah. And I was walking back, and this old lady turns to me and goes, "How?" Like she it was like blasphemy. Yeah. She was like cursing me to hell. How can you walk back to a Puerto Rican food truck holding a Burger King bag? You know, you yeah. have a full kitchen in there. You can make oh, something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go listen. I see the food yeah. and smell yeah. the food and taste the food every single damn day. I want something different. I get yeah, I get that a lot too. I'm like you're a chef, why do you eat that? How could you be eating that when you could cook whatever you want? It's like I cook for a living. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, I want someone you to cook for want me. Somebody cook for you, yeah. That's exactly. I've never eaten out like at a restaurant yeah. so much before in my life until we opened up a food truck. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So with that, let me ask you guys: What is your favorite home cooked meal? Like your your favorite? Okay, your favorite. Mine's gonna be totally different Go. from hers. For me, it's barbecue. Like anything this man puts on the grill. Nice. He is a grill master. I will say it over and over and over and over and over again. The man throws down on that barbecue grill like nobody's business. So if I had a a char broiler on the truck, game over. (laughs) So no, that's your favorite home-cooked meal that he makes. But what's your favorite home-cooked meal that you like to make? I honestly, anything stewed, because I make a carne guisada, which is like the beef stew. And like that is our go-to comfort meal for all of us, you know, between that and um, I think, honestly, when I make Greek food also is good, you know, just because... You know, his his mom taught me to make sure. Okay. You know that out of my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I when I make the the Greek food, also it's it's comfort. You know, for me, like my favorite two foods, if I was just to pick two, uh, would be one that she makes, which is a carne con papa, um, which is awesome. The beef stew. She says I'm a master on the grill. She's a master of the pressure cooker. She does that and the pressure cooker <laughs> comes out phenomenal. Thank you. So carne con papas uh, one for me. And the second one would be pastizio. Pastizio is a Greek version of like lasagna. There's no tomato sauce in it. It's like a bachamel sauce with ground mm-hmm. beef, um, noodles, cheese. cheese. That's I grew up on pretty much phenomenal for me. Yeah. How's the Greek food scene out here? Um Saturated. Not bad. Not bad. Um, it is saturated, though. Oh, okay. I guess it's, it's well, not thinking about it. Not necessarily saturated. You have a big Armenian influence in yeah. LA as well yeah, as Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so the Armenians um, pretty much have a very similar cuisine as Greeks. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for instance, uh, Armenians make uh, dolmas, yeah. which are like grape, grape leaves, leaves wrapped with like rice right. and stuff yeah, right, like that. Right. The Greeks have the same thing called dolmades. Um, so pretty much, I always go back with some Armenian friends. I'm like, hey, you know, Greeks pretty much invented everything. So you're so, kind of copying us. Is it like, is it like the parallel with like Cuban food and Puerto Rican food? It's similar. Yes, like, it is similar. Just the spices and yeah. some things are prepared differently. Yeah. I guess right. you can say. Yeah. Like um, they use a lot of paprika. The mm-hmm. Greeks don't use that much paprika, but they use a lot more oregano. So oh, it's okay. like one of those, those the, paradigms those, that it's like they're they're kind of like running in the same circles. Yeah, it's funny. Way. It's funny because it, those are like my. My flavors, like a because in Mexican food, same thing. We use a lot of oregano, um, paprika a little bit, not too much. But um, so I think that's why growing up, I like Greek food. I like Armenian food because of those. It reminded me a lot of like Mexican, right. you know, food. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, when I cook or my mom would cook at home, you know, we use a lot of like oregano and, 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 and vinegar and, and just a lot of a lot. There's a lot of similarities. Right. And it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. We're all the same. We're just, you know, yeah. happen to be coincidentally in different places, but we're all the same. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
it's kind of like there's a lot of similarities in like you know Korean food and Japanese food. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That's dope. Yeah, and like I said, your guys' stuff. I'm excited to try more because like I'm learning about like my own culture because cool. we didn't have too much of the legit, you know, the traditional Puerto Rican food. Maybe only two or three dishes, you know, you know, made it over. Yeah. The- Let me ask you guys another kind of random question, but I just want to get like pronunciation right on on a dish because in Hawaii. Pateles or pasteles are super popular. Yes. Um, but it's made... Uh, I, I haven't had yours yet, but as soon as, you know, hopefully I have some soon. Hint, hint. No, uh, but <laughs> what what is the proper pronunciation? Is it pasteles or or, or pateles? Pasteles. pasteles. Do, you, do you guys hear people saying it without the S? No. Nope. Okay, then that's just a, that's just a, Hawaiian, a Hawaiian thing. thing. Hawaiian thing. Yep. Yeah, see, I don't know what, what, what... I think it's more of like an accent thing. Is it like the TH with the... You know how some people when they speak Spanish, they, they have the lisp? Like it becomes from pasteles to pasteles? And then it just became pasteles? Maybe. It yeah. might be a regional thing. Okay. You guys ever I have, have people- a cousin that lives in Honolulu. He's uh, he, he just retired from the Air Force. Okay. And, um, you know, his kids are now in service. So, and it's interesting to see how he always tells me the cuisine, how there are some restaurants in Hawaii that are Puerto Rican Hawaiian fusion. Yeah. And he always, he always tells me, he's like, oh, you know, it's amazing how the cuisines are so similar, but we're yeah. so different because yeah. of the distance. Yeah. But the infusion has just kind of melded together yeah. just because of the culture and, you know, the history of, of Puerto Ricans in Hawaii. Yeah. So imagine like me moving to L.A. 10 years ago and seeing all these stores with pasteles on the outside of it. <laughs> not, not only do I not speak Spanish, like I'm not familiar with Mexican American culture, Mexican culture. I'm calling my dad like, hey, I think they have patellas over here. And it's a bakery. And it's a bakery. <laughs> and they're filled with pumpkin. Yeah, and, and, and pineapple. No, no, no. It's just not even, yeah, it's just like, it's it's so different because yeah. that it means, yeah. So well, I'm just curious about Well, they're Puerto Rican tamales pretty much. Yeah. That's, yeah. What I, that's what I kind of explain to people. And because the way my grandma used to make it, because they didn't really have plantains accessible, but they would have like green banana. Green bananas, yeah. So a lot of the, so my grandma's making that dishes. with yuca. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, maybe it's a regional thing because I have a friend that he grew up in New York and he's Boricua. Yeah. And he would say patele. Well, so because also some like R's. Swing, I think. Yeah. And also some R's in some regions of Puerto Rico, they don't pronounce them. Yeah. They they make them L's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like if you're going to say arro, they say alo or mm-hmm. they say ajo. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? With an H yeah. versus the R. So it's, it might be a regional thing. Yeah. And then, For the most part, it just depends on how country you are. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. super Pretty country. Much. Yeah, because <laughs> even in Spanish, like yeah, Mexican Spanish, was... depending on what part of Mexico you're from, the the slang, well, that's like the yeah. pronunciation is different. Certain words, yeah, certain you say words things, are different. different. Yeah. Yeah. Like for instance, all, like I have Greek friends, obviously still in Greece and and Florida and so forth. And originally, I'm my background is Cretan. Um, it's the biggest island in Greece, in the island of Crete, and other people from like northern Greece won't understand like me and my family when we're talking. Okay. Even yeah. though we're talking yeah, Greek, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Cretan Greek, and they're looking at us, like, looking at us like, yeah, yeah, freaking hillbillies yeah. over here yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it, it's true because um, same thing in Mexico. Then we also have like the indigenous Mexicans who speak dialects still. They still yeah. speak right. Mayan uh-huh. and. Some of like my a friend of mine, the first time I heard his parents, I was like, what? 
what are they talking? What are they saying? What are they saying? Yeah. I thought you spoke Spanish, and then yeah. he was like, "Now they're speaking dialect because they're speaking, right. you know, in their in their in their native in the native language of Mexico." So that's yeah. crazy. That's a crazy. That's a crazy thing. Yeah, like my grandpa loves to call call. Like, so whenever we do Facetime with my grandpa, he he tries to speak to my girlfriend in Spanish because <laughs> my girlfriend she's Mexican, she's uh, first generation here. And then, but they say, you know, we don't speak Spanish. We speak, we speak Puerto Rican. That's what he always says. But he always it's says. true. So then he goes and he starts saying stuff. And my girlfriend's like looking and he's like, she's like, I don't know what he's saying. But that's like, <laughs> that's like Puerto Rican Spanish. It's almost yeah. like they're singing. Yeah. And, yeah. And then it's yeah. Like it goes like, up and down. Yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah. enunciating yeah. of certain vowels yeah, 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 and certain yeah. syllables. So, I love yeah. it. And then on top that's of that, different. it's like the Hawaiian accent. It's the pigeon. Because, you know, it's just, it's not even, it's not even that anymore. I don't even know what it is, but. So I just tell them like that. like I've I've met her family members from like Puerto Rico yeah. and they'll start talking to me, and I understand enough Spanish that I can understand what they're saying. Yeah. I might not be able to hold a conversation, but yeah. I can yeah. understand pretty much yeah. the gist of everything. And I the first time we were dating and uh, I met like some family members, and I turned to her after the conversation was done. I'm like, why are they singing to me? <laughs> She's like, they're and not they're just, singing. They're just just that's how they talk. Yeah, that's yeah, just that, how they talk. That's cool. Yeah. That, that's cool. That's that that is cool. It's cool because you guys have. A mixed culture. Yeah. Um, Jordan and his wife. My my wife is Japanese and Mexican. Oh, wow. With her family, Japanese side of the family from Hawaii. So that's yeah. how we did. That's why we do our pop-up is Hawaiian street food. But we're 100% LA. So it's kind of that. It's very LA. Wow. Yeah. Very, yeah. But very it's very LA. legit. That's why I was like stamp of approval. <laughs> very nice. LA. We do it, you know, like taquero style. So we make the musubis on the street. Wow. To order. Um but it's cool. It's cool to see the cultures the cultures mix. And, like our uh, daughters. She's Puerto Rican. I'm Greek. So our daughters are Puerto Grican. Yeah. <laughs> Puerto Grican. Like One of the producers from MasterChef Junior named yeah. Maria the Puerto Grican. That's fine. On the yeah. show. Put That's that on fun. the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So my yeah, my wife's grandparents, her grandma was, you know, from Tijuana. Grandpa was from from Oahu. Um, they're family from Okinawa. So when I met, when I came into the family and I would talk to the grandma, rest in peace, Mina, uh, she would have like pigeon Spanglish. So, you know, from with her husband, you know, she she sounded like the, you know, pigeon from Hawaii. But then she had her her Spanglish accent. It was crazy. It was was crazy. It it was crazy. So Mexican and and Japanese Hawaiian food. And man, I was in heaven. (laughs) I was in heaven. I think that's what makes pretty much America great. Oh, yeah. 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 You have such a melting pot of such diverse... um, Cultures and yeah. you know, I mean that, that that's what this country was pretty much founded on, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and the more that it's influenced from the outside, yeah. I think the better it becomes. That's yeah. what makes it great to be here. Yeah, and it, and it, and it's crazy that the ignorance still goes on. That people swear, you know, like yeah. nobody's pure. Like no. nobody is pure of anything, uh-uh. you know, except the Native Americans. And even still, they'll have a little black in their history yeah, yeah, or a definitely. little white in their history. So definitely. no one's a purebred of yeah. whatever. And they yeah. forgot you who know? built the nation. Exactly. You know? yeah. <laughs> exactly. Who built this? So let's yeah. just be real. Yeah. Even the founding fathers had children that were interracial yeah. because of whatever reason, you yeah. know. So it's crazy. It's crazy. It's good, yeah. good talks. Ancestry.com. It goes a long way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can learn a very long way. I actually yeah. learned a lot. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't do the one where you submit your DNA because I don't trust it. But um, <laughs> the one where you can build your tree, I actually was able to trace back and then asking questions to my grandpa, where, they, where in Puerto Rico they're from, when they, you know, where. Nice. And then even on my mom's side, because my mom's side is Japanese. 
So it's like you, we did you the can, ancestry DNA and it's creepy. Yeah, I don't really know. Really creepy. Kind of, I don't like know. to this day, I get email updates saying you're a little more blah. You know what I mean? Or like just, oh, because they get more, more data and more yes, data. Yes, because oh, the crazy. more people submit mm. their DNA into the don't mix, trust it. Nah. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. It's cool. Like, it must be cool to learn. Like though. she never really thought cool. she was like eight percent Nigerian. Yeah, eight percent Nigerian. I mean, I I know I have you know maybe the nose and like my hair is a little. You know, well, but, that, yeah, I mean, that's the Puerto Rican, like, but I'm, thir- I'm 37% native Taino Indian, yeah. yeah, which is unheard of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's to me, that's like remarkable. See, oh, that'd be cool to learn, yeah, because it started that, yeah. at 28 and then it went it up to 37% because there's more people adding their DNA and it's getting analyzed, and then they say, okay, well, your DNA markers are showing more of this. Are you sure it's just because you didn't eat more platano or something? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm becoming more Puerto Rican yeah. because right. of the truck, yeah. <laughs> And they're solving crimes with that too. So I find that kind of creepy too. Okay. But, yeah, no, no. See, that's what I'm saying. And then I'm getting hit <laughs> up by like first cousins that I've never met yeah. that are like. Not to say we, we commit crimes, but man, <laughs> man, that's kind of, you know, know. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's a little like, you know, under has shady kind of like, hey, let's yeah. see what nationality yeah. you are. But no, you know what? All these crimes, like they just solved a crime like a couple weeks ago. The guy, the the it was a cold case. Yeah. The girl had been, um, you know, the girl had been killed, you know, some weird way, and there was some DNA collected at yeah. that time. It was like twenty two years ago. Well, the guy crazy. submitted his DNA for this, you know, ancestry whatever. Boom! They popped and them. boom popped up on the registry, that's and crazy. they matched them up. <laughs> he snitched on himself. That's crazy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's on you, bro. So if you wow. have nothing to fear, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you find out your history. Your if you really want to know how much percent. And then go if for you, it if you really want to know. Yeah, I know that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good episode. You know, thank you guys again for coming out, making the trek on your day off. We got thank you for having us. Are you kidding? This is great. I really, I really appreciate it. This um, is fun because you know, family time is, is important, definitely. Yeah, um, no worries. This is great. Cool. Well, awesome. hopefully, we'll be able to come out and try no, more of your stuff, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. We'll and we'll come with an empty stomach. We'll stay we'll connected. Yes. We'll be ready. Yeah. I see, see him right there. Yeah, he's a beast. He's the beast. JJ is the beast. Yeah. Cool. 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 So let's wrap it up. We want to thank you guys again for thank coming you so out. Much. Thank you for having us. Um, this was yeah. awesome. Where can everybody find you guys, real quick? What's your socials? Our Not social handle your... is the Triple Threat Truck on Facebook. You can find us at Instagram at Triple Threat TRK. Um, Twitter, same thing. And our website, the Triple Threat Truck.com, that has our schedule on there. So oh, nice. it has addresses. Times all of that. Okay, nice, sweet. Heard yeah, that. check it out. And then, awesome. Yeah, so um, we'll definitely put all the links and all that in, in the description, and we'll stay connected. Um, yeah, just thank you again. That's pretty much it. We'll wrap up. This is Street Eats Dope Beats. My name is Jam Cam. I'm Chef Adam. George. Omira. Ripping that triple threat truck. Let's, Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.